are you in chaos or are you in order? Which part of that are you overly leaning into? Welcome to the Art of Success podcast. I'm on a mission to help high performers close the gap on their potential through developing the mindset required to do so. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing the tools that I've used to coach 1,000 plus high performers to their next level, and I'll be interviewing experts and high performers themselves so that you can extract the tools required to build your next level. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to create change in the way you run your business, the lifestyle it gives you, you have to change the way you think about it. And so many of my clients come to me when they've been stuck in the same way of thinking for literal years, they've been running into the same kind of glass ceiling and basically ready to make a change. But to create this change, they need to flip the way they think about the problem. You can't keep on thinking about the same problem in the same way and hope to just magically change your relationship to it and therefore discover the answer. And over the years, I've discovered these five frameworks and I've begged, borrowed and stolen them that help entrepreneurs and business owners completely shift the way they're thinking about the biggest problems and ultimately take huge steps towards the lifestyle they seek, the business they want and everything else that goes with that. So in this podcast, I'm going to show you those five strategies that help my clients and hopefully you overcome self-sabotage, start prioritizing the correct tasks and actually get them done, build the character skills you need to succeed and become the best version of yourself, change limiting beliefs for good and ultimately hit the right balance of hard charging, getting shit done and the recovery you need. So the first one of these is getting unstuck. If you've been battling the same problem for way too long, you are playing it too safe and too small. And this is super common with business owners before they start working with me. They say they want to grow, like they have all these goals and ambitions, but actually they've just become comfortable at their current level of discomfort. They're existing in what I call a place of too much order. Basically, to have the life that you want, you need to get better at balancing the amount of order in your life and the amount of chaos in your life. And you're living in order, essentially, when you can predict what's going to happen. You're in the known. And you're living in chaos when you don't know what will happen. This is the unknown. When you have too little chaos, you'll stagnate. Too much chaos, and you become overwhelmed by the whole host of possibilities that could happen but get your Goldilocks amount and you'll experience rapid growth. It's just the amount of novelty that you need to grow. Too little order and you'll always be guessing at what to do next. You'll become restricted always. Too much order and you'll never change anything. Find your perfect amount and you'll have enough stability and safety to lean aggressively into chaos and therefore grow. And that is the first one of these frameworks that I use. I'm looking at my clients and thinking, are you in chaos or are you in order? Which part of that are you overly leaning into? Because I see clients on both sides of that. Some of them are so ironically comfortable in the unknown that they don't put any frameworks and systems and processes down. But some of them are so comfortable in the known, they've they become stagnated, they're just in the same old things and expecting different results, which, as we know, is the hallmark of insanity. So that's number one. Second one is polyvagal theory, and this is a 
fancy way of saying the shutdown or hustle approach. And this is actually the primary lens that I look at my clients through. It's one which basically refers to their physical state. So many business owners and these kind of freedom seekers that I work with are stifled by the way their nervous system is actually functioning. They're either in this kind of turbocharged hustle mode where they're frantically busy, never actually getting stuff done, and it's just like this whirlwind that they're in, or they're in this complete shutdown mode where they're so overwhelmed and so terrified by the prospect of failure or terrified by the prospect of success or ultimately change that they are essentially playing dead. They're not taking any action. They're not doing anything to move them forwards. Neither of these states produce freedom because they do not help you think long-term, engage in creative and generative pursuits. So basically creating the kind of systems and businesses and also just like the kind of actions that help you create rather than receive and also connect socially too. They, um, this, this stops you from what's called social engagement. So really getting to know people. So to move my clients closer to this state where they can think long-term and they can engage in creative and generative pursuits and they can engage in social engagement, I give them this bespoke nervous system regulation plan. And basically what that focuses on is a ton of stuff like sleep hygiene. I know boring stuff, but it works. Um, hydration not necessarily the food but that doesn't have an impact and then breath work and cold exposure and non-sleep depressed these are all things to play around with and what we're trying to do here is get your nervous system functioning as it could do basically if you're in this um, primed state where your nervous system is functioning as it should be or it has the capacity to um, you're in this place where you can do all those things and you've got the 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 evolutionarily newer part of your brain switched on, which is kind of a little bit more intelligent in some ways. Now, if you don't act or if you're, if you're too fearful, essentially, if you're too, if you perceive yourself as being too much under threat, whether that's conscious or unconscious, you will default to that sympathetic state first. So that stress, hustle, pushing, constant, frantic kind of grind mentality. And if that still doesn't work, you will shut down. And what can actually happen is clients get stuck or people, business owners, you maybe get stuck in one of these modes when it's previously served you and it's very difficult to get out of it. And that's not a problem. Well, it kind of is a problem, but it's not your fault because A, you did this subconsciously and B, what this means is that way of thinking and acting probably served you and to your body's knowledge saved you at one point too so this is the second model this shutdown or hustle model just a quick favor to ask my friends if you could head to wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a very kind review that will not only help my ego virtually explode but it'll help people just like you find the podcast too and hopefully help them to their next level the third one character mastery let me just set this up by saying by the time you're 25 or so your personality is pretty much set you are who you are your prefrontal cortex has stopped developing as it could do and your brain is kind of like established ish okay it's a bit more funky than that but it, that's kind of you're you're displaying the same kind of patterns and your personality is, is pretty much fixed and i know that sounds kind of bleak but it's important to acknowledge the facts and 
personality fits into what psychologists call the big five personality traits or ocean okay that's the acronym which is your openness to new experience which is kind of your creativity dimension your conscientiousness which is how hard you work extroversion so extroversion versus introversion do you recharge around people or by yourself agreeableness you're a nice person you're easy to get along with and neuroticism how heavily do you weigh negative emotion and you if you're listening to this i'm guessing you're probably over the 25 mark if you're not then great we've got some adaptability that we can do but if you're listening to most people will be over 25 age mark and you're probably somewhat set in this right now pretty much set but what this means is sometimes you get to a point where well you need to act outside of those natural set ranges and if you want to act outside of that you've got to build something to help you do that because you'll always be defaulting to your average what we can do to bolster that is train your character so it's very common that people who come to work with me are very highly agreeable like i'm lucky enough to work with people who are like basically nice people and as such they struggle to say what they demand from others they struggle to tell the team this is what i need from you or they struggle to kind of um stand up for themselves when they're being walked over to overcome this i I develop two character skills with them which is being courageous and being assertive and basically this allows them to move to absolute lower limit of agreeableness so i almost visualize this like there's a band that you can operate within and I'm trying to get you to manipulate where that default setting is by training character and training your individual strengths. And that gives you kind of, it broadens your range or it broadens your default setting and allows you to become the type of person you want to be. So become more disciplined, become more focused, get more shit done, move towards the life you want, become more relaxed, more patient, whatever it is for you. And that's despite the biological setting of your of your personality that's number four this kind of element sorry number four number three sorry of this character mastery or these these frameworks the fourth one is i've spoken about this before but it's so useful to go on uh, about again which is belief change and when limiting beliefs hit hard uh, sorry when limiting beliefs hit they hit hard part of developing the character you seek is eliminating the beliefs that hold you back, those problematic beliefs. And when someone comes to me with limiting beliefs, they're often trying to change them too quickly. They're jumping ahead in the process. And there are four steps to belief change. Firstly, you have to accept, accepting that you need to shift the belief and accepting reality as it is. So this takes the form of seeing with absolute clarity the belief you hold and the problems that may be creating for you the next piece is awareness and awareness is building awareness of the belief and show and how it shows up with that uh, with your emotions with your thoughts with your physical sensations and your behaviors and this is actually the stage that way too many people rush they go beyond this and they think they've got to jump to the third stage, which is accountability. And they start taking accountability of their own actions, but they're not aware of the subtleties of the belief and how it shows up in them. So first of all, you need to develop an insane amount of awareness where you can catch this belief when it's 
minor and when it's not causing huge problems. And then you take accountability. First, it's way easier to become accountable to um, maybe someone like myself, a coach, or to someone else if you've got an accountability buddy. And then you can become accountable to yourself too. And then finally, the fourth A of this is adaptation. This is when change just happens. It, It happens for you. So that is belief change. Then finally, light and dark. We have two sets of attributes. One creates motion, one repairs and soothes and is still. And the Taoists call these yin and yang. Some refer to them as dark and light. I call them masculine and feminine character skills. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you are intelligent enough to think in abstract concepts. So when I say masculine and feminine, know that I'm not referring to gender or sex. They're basically just uh, for want of a less uh, a less new agey term, energies or approaches or kind of um, concepts that we take towards acting. And culture at the moment praises almost exclusively the masculine. Look around and see what you kind of worship in a way. It's force. It's assertiveness. It's courage, but it takes a balance of the masculine and the feminine to create the life that you really want through acting in the way that you need to act. If you're constantly in this force, asserting this courage, masculine way of acting, you never build out the full aspects of your personality and therefore you make mistakes consistently. When clients begin working with me, we first ascertain which of these elements is undeveloped and if any parts are overly dominant too. So the feminine, just to add some complexity or some, some nuance to that, is the complement to the masculine, which is like patience and wisdom and compassion. All things that you, as someone who's trying to do something difficult, needs to develop. You can't just exist in this forcing world. Otherwise, you just burn yourself out. So a little key to this is if you are being a complete tyrant to yourself, you are probably overdeveloped in the masculine skills. If you are considering yourself as like weak or in like lacking willpower or lacking discipline, you probably haven't developed enough of the masculine. And then if you exist in this like constant chaos where you're never settled and never soothed and you're always kind of rushing, you're probably overdeveloped the feminine character skills. Um, sorry, you're, yeah, you're probably overdeveloped in the, in the feminine in character skills. There we go. We got there in the end. And then if you can never sit still or just be kind to yourself, you haven't developed the feminine. You need to develop that as a skill. Likely what will happen is you'll resonate with some of these frameworks and not others. But the way to get benefit from them is just try them on for size. How well do your, how well do you respond when you look at your problem, your massive problem that you're currently facing or a massive obstacle or your actually your opportunity when you look at it through these lenses? Like how does that change things? And then hopefully that will help you massively.